This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole, and we're glad to have you and you. Here I am with Sister Terry Poole, and we're discussing and looking at the, the deception that Jesus said in the last days there would be many people coming saying that they are Christ and be not deceived, be not deceived. So deception is very prominent today in the world. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for our life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you for the listeners that are listening today, those that are here, those that are traveling up and down the dangerous highways, those that are listening on their jobs and their part-time workers and mothers at home, those in the hospital room, touch and deliver in the name of Jesus. Because we know half of your ministry was about healing. You come to do to undo that which was the devil that was headed done. In the name of Jesus the Christ we pray. Bless your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, Sister Terry. How are you doing Amen. today? Wonderful, Bishop. And we thank God for our listeners here. We want to uh, always keep in mind when we're studying the Bible and looking and living in this world here that is very much deception in the land is very prominent and is dangerous to our lifestyle living in Christianity following the doctrine of Christ the doctrine of Christ and when you become a disciple amen you first first must be taught Hebrews said in the fourth chapter your first step is being taught and once you begin to learn to study the word of God you begin to be aware of all the deception and the deception remind you again that deception is someone taking half of the Bible half of a scripture and twisting it so to keep you in uh, your sin keep you in your faults uh, whereby you can follow their direction and it's very dangerous to our souls those that want to go to heaven. So first we want to uh, define the word grace. We examine in the word grace from biblical studies. Grace is God's unmerited favor towards the human race. It's God's unmerited favor towards human race. And in our walk with Christ, people think that there is another Jesus. They're using grace as another Jesus. But we know and we begin to walk today, amen, there's not another Jesus. Amen. Grace, grace is God, is a noun, and it's, un, it's what God wants to do. We're going to look at it from the Old Testament because the Old Testament is our schoolmaster, is beginning of history, of Christianity, of Judaism on up. And we find that... Uh, in the book of Genesis, where Sister Terry read it, the sixth chapter, we'll find, begin to talk about 
Grace. Chapter 6 And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that. When the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And verse 6, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Amen. It grieved God at his heart. Amen. It repented him. And he found grace. He found grace. Amen. That's where we find the word grace. And we see that it's an ungod. Was sorry that he made man. He was sorry. And but he's found favor. He saw possibly through all of his every one things that he made in that it was good, it was very good. And he decided, amen, to give him another chance, to give the world another chance. Amen. Notice what Jesus said in the book of Matthew 24. Jesus said that uh, when we had walls and rumors of walls, and I read from uh, Genesis, I mean, Matthew 24, <clears throat> he said, take heed that no man deceive you. 24 and 4 and 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Shall deceive many. Jesus says, in the, for, for, Take heed that no man deceive you. Deception is real, brothers and sisters. It is real. And we have to be aware, amen, how the scriptures are being set against. Uh, those that are not studying the Word of God, those that does not go to the Bible study or take time to get the uh, get reasoning and why God does, does things, and that was one of my pet things when I was coming up in Christ. Don't judge me; I let God judge me. But if you begin to read and begin to study, Amen. And look at the Word of God. <clears throat> you can see where God loved the world in Genesis, but He was sorry that He made man because of the pollution that had happened in man, uh, the false doctrine that came in the Garden of Eden, and the serpent began to teach uh, Adam and Eve things not to do, using twisting God's word. But God saw that it was a good remnant in Adam, uh, Noah's family, and he decided to save. God decided to do this on his own. <laughs> he loved people. He loved his creations, and that's where we find ourselves 
in First John. We're going to read the gospel according to John, the first chapter. Amen. God loved his creation. God cared for his people that he created. Everything God made is good and is well good. Amen. Very good. If you do any studying, amen, in the Bible, you'll find in, in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, it was no long distance between, amen, your uh, being wrong, stealing. If you steal, what would happen to you? Amen. If you commit adultery, what would happen to be stoned to death? Amen. If you do anything that was a, almost complete and quick uh, punishment, but when Jesus came on the scene, this is where we are now. We're going to read uh, John 1 through 18. 1 through 18? Yes. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bear witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Jesus brought grace and truth. Jesus is grace. Jesus is the one that gave his life that we might have the right. John 3, 16, God so loved the world. Amen. So he sent Jesus. Without, without Jesus, there is no grace. <clears throat> there is no grace. How can we say, uh, we don't like Jesus, we don't what, you're looking for another, I'm under grace. No, you under Jesus, the blood of Jesus covered you. Jesus is the one that sacrificed for you. So Romans 6 says, 
And the King James Bible said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abide? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? If you're dead, you're dead. You can't move. You can't talk. There's no movement there. So if you want movement in your life, amen, we'll see what the Messenger Bible says. Romans 6 under the Messenger Bible says, So what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. If we are left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house therein? Nor didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? That is what baptism, that is happening with baptism. See, when you're underwater, amen, the old house go up under, when we be baptized. Yeah. When we be baptized, everything is buried. Everything is buried. So Paul is challenging the Romans, amen. I know many looking for another Jesus, looking for another uh, grace. They say, well, I can continue to live on and uh, God will forgive me because I'm under grace. Once you break God's commandments, you're not under grace. You got to go back and repent. Amen. You got to repent. Amen. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So if you, do, if you don't care nothing about Christ, if you don't care nothing about the church, but you're under grace, you're not under grace. My friend, you've been deceived. That's deception. That's deception. Amen. We want to make sure that you understand that without Jesus, there's no grace. You can't just say things. The more you study and let the Holy Spirit lead you into all truth, you will see deception more clearly. They're not trying to hide it because so many people have accepted it. So when you only go to church to socialize and just feel good about the music and feel good about what's being said about pray for this and that and you receive it you're just getting by but we know all the way from from Genesis to Revelation God wants a relationship with his people he was upset when Adam and Eve turned away. He sent Jesus because he knew that he himself, God, was the only one that could save us from the death life of sin. He wants us to live, live in Jesus' name, live in Jesus. Be reconciled back to God. Be reconciled back to God. We have to do all we can to achieve that. Because living in the kingdom now, Come out from among them. Bishop did a, did a program on that already. 
living in the kingdom now come out from the world. Put both your feet and your heart and your mind in the kingdom of God now. Live supernaturally now is the only way you will live in eternity. Learn it now and live it then. Eternity is a long time. You have to learn how to live it now. All right. We're looking at the, doing the research on the word uh, grace. We find that grace is a noun. It's a noun. It's a personal, person, place, a thing. Person, place, a thing. So if you look at Ephesians, the second chapter, <clears throat> Ephesians second chapter, eighth and the ninth verse, he said, uh, corresponding to what John said, that Jesus is grace. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. That for by eight verses, second Ephesians of the King James, he said, for by Grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of work, lest any man should boast. Now, for by grace, by Jesus. Yes. By Jesus. If we if we if we can replace grace by Jesus, we are saved through faith. Grace. As long as disciples had Jesus with them, amen. There was no uh Question, the devil come up, anything come up, Jesus right there with them. He's right there with them. There was no problems that God can solve. He can solve, you know, they was on the ocean, they was on the sea, uh, demons or whatever, uh, for shortage of food, fish. He, he always, he, he's, he's the answer. He was a panacea for the disciples. He is, he is salvation com totally, completely. Amen. And he is for us still to say that he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So we cannot say we're going to continue if we don't keep his commandments. If we don't keep his commandments and, and don't want to please and walk with him, amen. The Amplified Bible says, <clears throat> Ephesians, the second chapter, <clears throat> eight verse, but it is by grace, God, remarkable compassion <clears throat> and favor. Drawing us to Christ, <clears throat> excuse me, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. Now, who's, who does that? Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. So, Jesus is grace. John, Gospel according to John, said, Jesus is grace. And in Ephesians, it also it says that grace is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus came to do what he know you couldn't do. You can't save yourself from sin. You couldn't die, suffer and die like Jesus did. So and so you when you go back and forth with it or don't really believe it. So you're saying God give you a gift and then you took it. <laughs> you took it. 
But then when you go back sinning and saying, oh, I'm under grace, I'm just going to be a good person. All I have to do is be a good person. I don't have to do this for God. I don't have to do that for God. I don't have to go here. I don't have to go there. You're really saying you don't want the gift. Who doesn't want a gift that saves their life? So people say that, even though they, so when people say, I don't believe in Jesus, I don't believe in this, I don't believe this and that, it's just a fairy tale, it's just a story. But then a, a tragedy comes, oh Jesus, help me. There you go. Now you want your gift back. <laughs> you can't, you can't take the gift and give it back and take it back and give it back. God sees all of this. This is the thing. We say God is doing this to us or God's not doing that because we did this and that. Yeah, because he knows. He knows. He knows all about you. But you have to let him know that you know that he knows all about you. And say thank you for the gift of salvation Grace, mercy, redemption, reconciliation, justification. Jesus is all of that. So when someone tries to convince you that Jesus isn't alive, you have to tell them, Jesus lives because he lives in me. Amen. We have to consider that there's a lot of false teachers and false prophets out here in the world. That's why people are confused. I don't want to go to church. I don't need to go to church. I can just look at television. I listen to the radio. Uh, I can look at my iPad. I don't need to do this. I got Jesus. No, you think you got a, you think you got a Jesus. You think, I'm under grace. I don't have to worry about it. Jesus, is under, we're under grace now. We're not under the law. We're under grace. We don't need this. No. It ain't but one way. Jesus said in St. John 14, I am the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Christ, Christ brought us peace. He brought us love, compassion, and he gave us hope for a new life. He gave us a new directive. Amen. So when people don't want to change, they fall, they run to grace. I'm under grace. You can't keep two things. You just can't have one foot in and one foot out. You get confused. Amen. You get confused. So it's best to come all the way around if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you be real in your heart. Amen. And follow the rest of his teaching. You can see there's a broken part that you had learned. You might as well own up to it. So, well, you know, I was taught wrong. I was taught wrong. Lord, thank you for showing me the truth. Amen. I was taught wrong. And I'm on, I'm, I'm, I, if it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't have a sacrifice. I would have had to bring my own bulls and lambs and, and cows and, and pigeons and give a sacrifice to God. But Christ came and he covered all of that with his blood. He covered all of his blood. My friends, Today, we're hoping and praying that this will open up your eyes concerning what grace is really about. <clears throat> we will continue this study and you listen to us again or 
you continue yourself. God had favor for his creation. He loved what he created. Amen. He just didn't like it and throw it down. No, it was nobody else but him that created it. He said in Isaiah, I'm God and there's no other. Amen. He can boast and brag because he is. He is God. And he loved, he loved his creation. Amen. We can ready to close. We're going to close with a prayer. And um, we'll have a prayer for those that kind of not straddling the fence, but you felt there was something else missing. And now you understand Jesus is everything. He's everything. He's everything. Gracious and Heavenly Father God. Thank you. Lord. We thank, thank you today. Thank you. For just being God all by yourself. Yes, yes Lord. We thank we you. We thank you for the opportunity to yes. come before you. Thank you. Lord. Humbly, God. Bow down our heart in the posture to receive. Open the hearts and the minds, God, of your people so they will know and receive the newness of life in Christ that you have supplied for them. Yes, Lord. We thank you, God, for being a keeper. Mm -hmm. Your faithfulness, God. You say you will never leave us or forsake us. Help them, Lord. Help them right now. Yes, Lord. That the, the spirit and the word will meet in their hearts mm -hmm. and change them. Say, I want to be changed. I want to live for God. I want to be obedient. Yes. I love you because I know how much you love me. And we thank you, God, for all you've ever done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do. Because we know that our future is so bright as long as we hold to God's unchanging hand. In Jesus' precious, mighty, matchless name, I do pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And we pray God blessing upon you each and every day. Get your Bible. Amen. Spend time with Jesus. Spend time with God and the family of heaven. They love you. They care for you. And until next time, God bless you. Doctrine of Truth and Terry, Terry Poole signed it off. Bless you. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.